And welcome back to Local Band Radio, talking left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Just leave your uh, area code that you're calling from in the YouTube chat and let me know where you're to let me know who you are that's calling so I know who it is. And you can also leave your comments and questions in the chat, and I will try and get to them as quickly as possible. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. on the show thread at liberalband.com and facebook.com slash liberalband at liberalband radio on Twitter or here on YouTube as well. A bunch of stuff we're going to try and talk about today. I'm feeling mostly better. better. Still got a little bit of a lingering cough, but the throat's better, the congestion's better and all that stuff. So hopefully uh, I'll be able to make it through tonight. We'll see. I, I started coughing a little bit more today, which is a little bit weird, but we'll see. That's why I'm sucking on a bit of a cough drop right now. So lots of interesting stuff to go over. Um, let's see. One of the things that I found interesting was uh, I was trying to go over the, um, I was trying to reinstate one of my old uh, bits. Uh, I used to go over and do uh, headlines, uh, just maybe a snarky look at the headlines, but um, I didn't really have too much time today to actually had a lot of work to do today. So I didn't have too much time to look over um, too much of the stuff. But one of the interesting things that was being discussed is uh, Pete Buttigieg, uh, Secretary of Transportation, uh, was going over, right, I guess, at a hearing or whatever, and one of the, I think, Congress people was praising uh, the secretary because he was uh, looking into or investing some money into making female crash dummies uh, and, and putting and trying to get some female crash dummies uh, in, in, I guess, into testing of vehicles, and of course conservatives are going to mock this obviously because they don't understand why you might need one versus the other um, because you know bodies might have differences you know but my question is that I really want to know is whether or not Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Lauren Bobbert um, volunteered to sign up to be one of the test dummies or not so inquiring minds want to know I think they'd be perfect from the job. Um, anyone get fired from Fox lately? I don't know. Uh, just a, one small name here or there, I guess. Old Tuckums. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that at some point. Um, it's actually very interesting. Uh, if, if, if you were watching uh, Hal earlier, I, uh, I was going to make the title of my show, What to Tuck, because I was like, well, that's obvious. And... Hal had his title of his show, What the Tuck. And I was like, well, guess I'm glad I didn't make that the title of my show because, you know, then it looked like I'll be ripping him off. Although if I would have done it last night and advertised last night, then it would have been me doing – I would have been first. So I guess that – I guess I should make sure to, to do my show prep early on. Hey, P-Dubs. Hey, Jolie, Aaron, Cynthia. Megan, Jeff, Tim, Demonox, how's it going? Good to see you. Um, the first Liberal Day and Radio patron. Um, so, yeah. 
So, so I, I instead do where's my AM radio. So we'll start off with that one, I guess. Let, let's start off with that one because it's really silly. It's really, really, really silly. Um, when I drive down the road or the street or the avenue or the boulevard or whatever it is you're driving down, I don't know. I don't know technically what the there are rules as to what you call what what what's a road, what's a street, what's a boulevard, what's an avenue, whatever. I don't know. But there are some streets in my area that have more power lines than other streets. And those streets that have more power lines create more electromagnetic interference. And as such, it makes it much harder for me to get the AM signal when I'm trying to listen to the conservative morning show that I listen to. So it makes it harder for me to do show prep. So, um, so one of the, that, that's sort of the, the intro to this subject. So there are some electric vehicle manufacturers who have said that they're going to not be including AM radios in their vehicles because they, I guess the way that they make their vehicles and I guess the way it would be too difficult, I guess, for them to shield uh, the radios from the electromagnetic interference that would be coming from their, the electric vehicles, then there would be too much interference. And so they figure let's just not have them in the vehicle altogether because you wouldn't be getting a good signal from those AM radios anyway. And many of these AM stations already broadcast over the internet, and most people have, you know, these, you know, internet-capable cell phones that can get the signals from the internet anyway, so it's not a big deal, right? Well, a, and there are some electronic vehicle manufacturers that are still including AM radios, because I guess the way that those vehicle manufacturers are designing their vehicles are doing so in such a way that is not making it more difficult to get an AM radio signal. But this has now become the new grand conspiracy on the right because now it's, they're trying to take away our AM radios because AM radio is where many of conservatives get their talk radio and get their news. And so they want to take, they want to censor us. Like, not everything is a conspiracy. It doesn't, everything doesn't have to be a conspiracy theory. They're not always out to get you. I mean, maybe sometimes they are. But, I mean, they have to p- put the fear of everything into these people's minds because they just have to keep them in a constant state of paranoia that everybody's out to get them. So whatever it is, it's a plot against conservatism. It's a plot against those people, against the right wing, against the true patriots or whatever they are, against the MAGA folks, against Trump supporters or whatever. Because, God forbid, they have to, you know, use their cell phone and, and log in. To, there's somebody who calls into this radio show that I listen to every morning. And it's funny. When I listen to this radio show, I do it in the morning, and my kids are in the car with me, and you might think, well, Dan, that's child abuse, right? No. 
usually I use it as an, as an opportunity, uh, you know, to, as a learning experience. Like if they bring up something that maybe the kids don't understand, I'll, I'll be like, you know, this is why what this person said is bad. Like, for example, um, they were doing a commercial for a, a local eatery, and they called the eatery a funky little joint or whatever. And my kid, my youngest kid was like, if it's funky, why would you want to go to it? So I had to explain to my kid that sometimes funky doesn't necessarily mean bad. Sometimes funky just means, you know, cool or whatever. Um, what's up? Say hi. How's it going? Um, Tim, Q-A-M non. Nice. Um, so, and then I had to explain why I don't go to that restaurant because they um, were very, they put a mean sign up about trans people. And then I had to kind of explain who, what trans people are and, and what makes somebody a trans person and, um, and how their cousin is an example of a trans person, their cousin um, is a trans woman and they've met her and um, vaguely remembered her when we visited California one time. And so, Hey, Gibson media. Have you heard Gibson media? Have you heard the big conspiracy theory about AM radio? You know, that the, the, the all the big car manufacturers are out to get you because they're, they're trying to take all the AM radios out the vehicles. When in reality, it's just some, vehicle manufacturers taking AM radios out of some of their electronic vehicles because uh, I guess there's some electronic electromagnetic interference with the car's operation. And as such, um, it makes it difficult to get an AM reception. So it's, if you haven't heard it yet, it'll, it'll come up your way soon. You'll hear it soon. I trust you. Uh, Trust me. It'll come up your way in a bit. Um, so you'll be able to, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see it soon. I, I saw it on Twitter earlier today as well. Um, it's just, it's the new conspiracy theory du jour and the, uh, it's, <clears throat> it's just silly. Cause I mean, everything is a freaking conspiracy theory. Um, and uh, I just had to laugh because. They're just so paranoid about, they took our AM radios, like in South Park. They took our germs. So um, that's that. So so if you hear um, them, people saying that the car car manufacturers are taking out the, the AM radios out the vehicles, now you'll know that it's not all car manufacturers. It's only some car manufacturers, and it's only out of the electronic vehicles. And it's only because of the fact that these car, these these certain vehicles, the electromagnetic interference interferes with the uh, AM radio signals and makes it hard to get a good signal. So therefore, that they're not including it in those in those makes and models. So that's why they're not putting them in those specific makes and models. But they're not. There's not some grand conspiracy to prevent people from hearing AM radio. So, um, I mean. Who is they in, in shutting up Tucker Gibson? It, it, you know, it's not like Fox News all of a sudden is, is a big liberal company now. They're still conservatives. You know, it's just <clears throat> Tucker maybe went too far, and they were like, look, we have enough. 
We had enough of Tuckums. We 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 were washing our hands of this. And, you know, there is there is something about somebody going a little bit too far, and we don't we don't want to have to deal with with this mess anymore. Because I mean, have you seen his rants about you know he's like, what is white supremacy? Who you know what is a white supremacist? Like, how does he not know what a white supremacist is? How does he not know? what makes somebody a white supremacist or what white supremacy is or like, like I would like to think that Tucker Carlson is intelligent enough as someone who's been on three cable news networks, who's managed to get himself onto three cables news networks. Um, I mean, granted he, he got yeeted off of three cables news, news networks, but as somebody who's gotten himself onto three cables, new, cable news networks, yeah, I would think, you have a, not, a modicum of intelligence to be able to figure out what white supremacy means. So, and, you know, some of the things that he's on recorded as saying and some of the things that he's come out and said, you know, sometimes it's just the straw that breaks the camel's back. And that time slot isn't very good, uh, apparently. I mean, there's a lot of people who have been yeeted from that time slot. Uh all Tuckum's got is uh, ABC, and they won't hire him. Um, and then you got, you got, um, what was it, Don Lemon, who got fired from CNN too. And apparently, it's not the it's not the sexist comment. Now, if it would have been the sexist comment that got him fired, I, I, I'd understand. Like he kind of made a sexist comment about somebody being in her prime or past her prime, or what have you, but. It was the, apparently the comment about um, was it Ravi Ramaswani? Is I'm, I'm I'm butchering the name if I'm getting the name wrong. Um, the the individual who's uh, the independently wealthy is running for running for president under the Republican banner, um, and they were having a debate over um, over uh, black people and how. Black people got their freedom after 1865, and Don Lemon's like, no, they didn't. They had there was many more things that they had to fight for because of all of the ways that the racists continued to fight to prevent black people from having their freedoms. And then they were like, uh, the NRA, they, they grabbed their guns and used their guns, and the NRA backed them. And Don Lemon was like. They didn't, and Don Lemon was 100% to use uh, Marissa Tomei's line, uh, Mona Lisa Vito's line from uh, My Cousin Vinny. Don Lemon was dead on balls accurate with that statement. The, the NRA did not help black people at all, especially with gun rights. Uh, when the, uh, and when the uh, state of California under Ronald Reagan, mind you, when the state of California under Ronald Reagan tried to take away and, and, and effectively did try to make it harder for like the Black Panthers to have guns. The NRA was like, we're out of this one. We're not touching this one. We're not going to stand up for the rights of the Black Panthers to have guns. We don't care about them having guns. That's not our fight. Because in reality, the NRA is not about gun ownership rights. The NRA is about guns. It's about the right of people to sell guns. The NRA cares about gun manufacturers and gun sales. They don't care about gun owners. They just pay gun owners lip service. Um, 
Last Wednesday, Carlton opened a show with an attack on the pharmaceutical industry's manipulation of the news media. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I could find something in common with Tucker Carlson in an attack on the pharmaceutical industry, but I'm sure we disagree on the why. Like, I'm sure he's right, but he's probably wrong as to – I'm sure I'd probably say he's right, but he's probably wrong about why he's right. Yes, Big Pharma sucks, but he's probably wrong about why they sucks. Uh, Vanguard and Blower Holding and Fox amount to less than $750 million. Their investments in Johnson & Johnson, you know, Pfizer, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Wes, yes, dead on balls accurate. That's Mona Lisa Vito's line in My Cousin Vinny was uh, that the uh, – it's an industry term is what she says. That, that's what um, – she, she uh, calibrated uh, – the um, whatever instrument she used to uh, get the proper torquage to uh, turn the faucet properly. So, has anyone seen YouTube videos of Crazy Neighbor Billy? No, I have not. So, anywho. So, yeah, so there's that. So, yeah, Tuckum's getting yeeted from from Fox News was, was, I was, I was very amused by that. I, I was, I was a little sh- shocked at Don Lemon, but it's not so much. I was shocked for the reason why, for the interview, why? Because again, yeah, the, the interview that he had with that conservative where Don Lemon wasn't having any of his, of his, of his BS was, I mean, it was pure BS and he wasn't having none of it. And it's, it's more like, CNN just kind of wants to have, I think, like, nice news conversations. I don't think they want to have debate. I think CNN wants more like, you know, let's have a nice discussion about politics and let's not get into the nitty-gritty. And Don Lemon was like, I know you didn't go there. And they were like, I'm sorry, Don, you got to go. And there you go. And he had to go. Because they were they they did not I guess want to have his opinion on that, and as all the Donnie boy would say, it is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Uh, so you got you got Disney, the Disney and Ron DeSantis craziness continues. Disney is suing Ron DeSantis after let's see. So Ron DeSantis um, tried put to put this Central Florida. What is it called? The Central Florida um, something district. What is it called? Where's that in the article? You had the Reedy Creek uh, Development District or whatever, and now it's going to lose the ability to run the area. So then you had the Central Florida District that was going to be taking over Disney had public hearings that was going to grant Disney the ability to run the area for like some crazy amount of time, like till the death of King Charles, the, you know, his last heir. And so then, so then Disney's, so then that board then overruled Disney's board's ruling. And so now Disney is suing DeSantis and Florida and it's one big mess. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, Tim, 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 Tim goes, I like Don. He messed up with the misogynistic BS, but that's the thing. I don't think he was fired for the misogynistic BS. 
if, if he would have been fired for the misogynistic BS, I would have, I, it would be like, okay, yeah, fine, good. But, it, but from what I've heard, it wasn't, that wasn't that. It wasn't that that he was fired for. He was fired for the other thing. He was fired for the what, – I'm, I'm going to butcher the guy's name. Don – Vivek Ramaswamy. That's it. Vivek Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy is who he argued with uh, over the Civil War and um, afterwards. Of course, conservatives are going to say that Vivek Ramaswamy uh, embarrassed uh, Don Lemon. But, of course, Don Lemon had his facts correct, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy was absolutely 100% wrong when it came to that. <clears throat> Jeff Curry uh, saw a story today that Trump may name DeSantis as a VP running mate. I don't think so. I, I, I can't imagine. I can't see him spending all that time calling him the sanctimonious and calling him all these names and then having him be his VP. Having him be his VP. Now, Trump has beat people down like and got people like on his side, like little Marco Rubio and lion Ted Cruz. And those people have since come around and jumped on the Donald Trump bandwagon, like little wimpy people that they are. Um, I can, I, you know, but they're not his VP candidates. So I, I don't, I don't, but I don't see him spending all this time bashing um, DeSantis just to then name him VP. I don't think he would do that. I mean, uh, yeah, I think you're right. You say that's total BS. I think that's absolutely BS, and I agree with you 100%. Um, I I think there are a lot of people who are, like, questioning why all of these Republicans are jumping in. Like, today you had Asa Hutchinson from Arkansas jumping in. Now, Asa Hutchinson has specifically stated that he's going in there to directly attack Donald Trump. He thinks Donald Trump is wrong for the party, that he wants to pull the party back to what it was, to be more civil, to, you know, he, he specifically wants to, to bring the party back to where it was. Now, that, that's not a good place, but he is not, he is going after Trump. He is absolutely going after Trump. So he's not in this group of people. So that, that's in the one group of people. There's the people that are running, that are attacking Trump, who want to be president. And who want to, um, who don't want Donald Trump to be the nominee, who think that it's a bad idea to have Donald Trump to be the nominee, they're probably right. I don't think they'll make it. I think Donald Trump will be the nominee. Um, but they're probably right that he shouldn't be the nominee um, because he has problems. Big problem. Right here in River City with a capital T um, that, that stands for Trump. No need to continue the song. But then you have the other group of people who are running for president. I haven't heard if Vivek Ramaswamy is being critical of Trump yet. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, and there's some other people that are running for, for, for president um, who may be trying to go this route. But there's probably a bunch of people who are throwing their name in a hat to be president 
who are just doing it to try out to be vice president. And we'll know who they are by how they run. Are they going to be attacking Donald Trump all the time? Or are they just going to be talking about themselves? And maybe like saying, if Donald Trump was a good president, here's why I think I would be a good president, blah, 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 blah. If Donald Trump, if they were like, Donald Trump was a good president, I think I will be a good president too. Here's why I think I bring it to the table, blah, 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 blah. I would support Donald Trump if, I, if, if he gets the nomination, blah, 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 blah. If they say those things, then they're running, they're, they're trying to line themselves up for the VP slot. If they're going to be attacking Trump as being a terrible person or whatever, then they're just gunning for the, the full-on presidential slot and they're going to lose. So... MG Daniel, the GOP has been going downhill since uh, Ronnie Reagan, and it's only getting worse. But the problem is, is that while they have been going downhill, they've been managing to be able to keep a hold of power because of Project Red Map in 2010. They've been able to you know, gerrymander states in certain ways to keep themselves a, a minority power, a, 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 in power as a minority party. They've managed to be able to you know, take over systems and control systems. And I have an idea. I have ideas for several videos now that I still have to work on. See, I have these ideas for videos, but then I have a rant. Then I make like new fat man rants. By the way, there's a new fat man rant out coming that I posted. I made it last night. It came out this morning. You got a small preview of it if you went to the Twitch stream last night because I did briefly go over what it was. If you follow me on Twitter, you saw me berating people for the ridiculousness that it was. Um, so, yeah, then you have people like Carrie Lake who are not running for president, who are probably also trying to position themselves for a VP position. Um, I don't know if Carrie Lake is going to be Trump's VP choice. It, it, it makes sense, maybe. I don't know if Donald Trump would want to pick somebody to be VP who he would probably also want to have an affair with on Melania with like that might be awkward. I'm just saying like, I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's see. Should local municipalities default on their debt seem like a good idea? I don't think Monod local municipal mis- <clears throat> I don't think local municipalities have the have the ability to default on their debts. Like I don't think they have that option. Um, like I don't think that I don't think that is a possibility. Nor is it on topic. So, <laughs> anywho. Um, one thing I did want to talk about today, though, is just the the trans panic of the GOP. Um, you have the state of Montana, heavily Republican legislature. They wanted to pass a bill ending all gender-affirming care in the state. I think it's just, I don't know if it's just for children or for everybody, um, um, they passed bills restricting transgender rights. Um, 
<laughs> and Zoe Zephyr, who is the first openly transgender woman to serve in the Montana legislature, basically said that when these bills were passing, uh, that the legislature would have blood on their hands for passing these legislations. And the conservatives all clutched their pearls. That's, that's a lack of decorum. That is a lack of decorum. How could you say that to us? Well, I mean, it's true. Because studies have shown that if you deny trans folk gender-affirming care, you make it more likely that they are going to commit suicide because you are denying them the ability to live as their authentic selves. And as such, you make it more likely that they're going to be dealing with severe bouts of depression and they're going to have to deal with extreme, more higher levels of suicidal thoughts. And as such, you know, they're going to be more likely to unalive themselves and they don't care. The Republicans don't care. They just want to, it's, it's their, it's one of the causes du jour is to just be horrible to trans people. Used to be the conservatism would be just about live and let live. But no, they want to block, you know, anybody from being able to do things that they think are immoral. It's, it's sick. Now, of course, conservatives are going to say that trans, being transgender is, is sick, and obviously they're going to say that. But, you know, we've got to protect the children, but yet they won't do anything to protect the children from mass shootings. They won't do anything to protect the children from molestation from churches. But they're afraid of drag queens. They're afraid of – I haven't heard of any child being molested at a drag show. I haven't heard of any children, you know, being molested, you know, because of a drag performer, like, you know, out and about on the street, but they've been murdered by, yes, there was one trans person who happened to go shoot up a school because that person had it, was able to get an assault weapon. The Washington state approved a slate of new gun control measures, joining several other states and prohibiting settlement or self-stemming all of our rivals. Yeah. And one of the one of my problems with that is that Washington State bans that sale, so you just go to Idaho if I have my geography right. Like that's why I don't think that it doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense to ban things at state or city levels. You need a countrywide just entire consistent one rule especially because the constitution says you have a well-regulated militia so you should regulate it well julius went my friend had a trans daughter who's so much happier after transitioning her depression is under control she feels finally controlled right absolutely like some i think it was tommy laren i think it was either tommy laren or um <clears throat> Candace, whatever, Candace Owens, one of those mouthpieces. I don't know. Hard to keep them straight. Um, one of them on Twitter earlier today was was like, you know, keeping the keep the trans things away from our children. Well, nobody's trying to get your children to do anything. 
Like, it should be between, like, the parents and the doctor and the, and the child. If, let's say, if my child, came, children came to me and was depressed and said to me, look, I feel like I am really a girl. I don't feel like comfortable as a boy and I want to, you know, and wanted and went, we went to therapy and we talked it out and they wanted to have, you know, puberty blockers to be able to do that. And, and we, you know, we went to the therapy sessions, we all dealt with it. And at the end of the day, it was determined by the, by the therapist and by us that it was the right move to make. That should be up to us to make. It shouldn't be up to the state to tell us, no, you can't do that for your child. It should be up to us. And I would think that would be the conservative way to do it. Like, to me, that sounds like the true small government conservative way of doing things. Leave it to the family. Leave it to the individuals to decide for themselves what's best for themselves. Don't have government coming in and say, no, you can't do that. Let the experts decide. But no. Uh, Candace Owens mocked clothing made for disabled people. She didn't understand why women in wheelchairs needed bras. She's a wretched human. Oh, of course she's a wretched human. She, Candace Owens was like, Adolf Hitler would have been okay had he just kept wanted to make Germany great. Like, had he just, if he wasn't a globalist, he would have been fine. And she didn't understand why everybody was like, that's horrible. She didn't, couldn't quite grasp the fact why people were like, so if Hitler just kept his, his Nazi activities within Germany's borders, then it would have been okay? So if he only killed the Jews within Germany, that would have been fine, Candace? Stupid. Horrible. Wes, my substitute taught in middle and high school. It was kind of sad, the mixture of sexuality and non-sexuality. Most kids don't know what they are. Yeah, there are a lot of kids who don't know what they are. Or there are a lot of kids who you clearly do know what they are. I mean, there are some kids you just know. You know. You absolutely know. I mean, I know other people's kids, and I see them, and I see how they act. And I see how they are, and I'm like, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if they if they grow up and they're at least bisexual, pansexual, if not if not same sex. I would not be surprised if it turns out that they're trans. Like, it would not surprise me at all. Not why well, I not be shocked one bit. No, I'm not gonna out them or force the issue. It's their business. It's not my business. But there are people where it's like, you know, okay, yeah, we know. Like there are, there are these stories that are like, you know, there, there are plenty of stories where like somebody like takes forever to come out of the closet to their parents and, and like, they, like they're nervous to tell their dad or whatever. And the dad's like, yeah, no shit. Like I knew that. I've known it since you were four. Let, let's, go, let's go hang out and let's go have fun together still. <clears throat> Julie, I've known my son was gay since I was three. Yeah, I mean, um, West kids are hypersexual, usually very confused. Well, 
it, it might be that they're confused. It might be that they were molested. There might be several reasons why that's the case. I mean, uh, Sir Elfire had a godson, now goddaughter. We knew when she was two that, that she was going to be this way. Um, right. And there's, yeah. Oh, hey, Bill, I didn't see you. Hey, Ken, how's it going? Um, Gibbs immediately says, yes, but it's not normal. Um, yeah, just because something isn't normal doesn't mean that it's it's not okay. Like, <clears throat> it's not normal to be left-handed. Like, I think, what, 10% of the population is left-handed? That doesn't make it not okay to be left-handed. It just means that the norm is that people are right-handed. It's not normal to be gay, but it's, it still doesn't make it wrong to be gay. It's not normal to be trans. It doesn't make it wrong to be trans. And I mean, we can get into the whole conversation of gender and why the whole gender binary concept is antiquated and is very overly simplistic. It's a very overly simplistic view of science. Um, there are there are definitely many. Uh, gender biologists who will to explain who could explain it to you much better than I could as to why the gender binary is overly simplistic. But I mean, if you look at it, there's at least six known combinations of the XY chromosomes because you have a single X, you have you know XY of XXY. I think you have XYY. I, I'm not sure if that's an, a, a one that works out right. You have you know, you have XXX, you have XXXX, you have, you have lots of combinations of the XXXX or whatever. Um, but then you also have, like, other, uh, like, SRY uh, mutations. You have other differences in hormones. You have other different ways of, you know, there, there are, like, basically infinite combinations of how your hormones, like, what your hormone levels look like. You know, no one person, no people have the same set of hormones. You could have different sets of testosterone and estrogen. Um, there are people, uh, was it polycystic ovary something, PCOS I think is the, is the acronym, um, where uh, women who, who will actually generate increased amounts of testosterone, um, who might, you know, grow more muscular uh, than your average, um, your average woman, but are still, and show as women. I have a friend of mine uh, who has, I think, been on the show who is XY uh, chromosomally, um, which would genetically, people would assume that the individual would be male. Um, but when he developed, he developed and parts that made him look like a female, um, you know, breasts, a vulva, and everything. Um, but it and he was raised as a female, uh, but he ended up becoming a trans male because he felt as if he was a male. So he um, transitioned and took the hormones and transitioned, you know, got the surgery, got the top surgery, um, and became and, and now lives life as a man. And, and he's XY. So you say, okay, well, XY would be a man, right? Right. Well, I mean, but he had the parts of a woman to start off with. So that's why he was raised as a woman initially. So 
which reminds me of a um, probably one of the only good trans jokes you could you could say safely as a cis person, which is um, why did the trans man go to the psychologist before getting top surgery to get something off his chest? Boom boom. So. And I've told that joke to many a trans person, and they've all laughed. And they all love it. And they all think it's a great joke. So um, because it doesn't punch down and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, uh, it's not mean, and it's a good play on words. And um, so it's, because usually um, someone like myself shouldn't play around with the idea of uh, of playing around with uh, joking about things that they're not. Just say that. Um, I guess the other joke is uh, the other joke that I came up with was uh, on the label of your hormone, on the hormones that you have. Instead of saying growth hormones, it should say um, antihistamines. Of histamines, antihistamines, and it's still an allergy, but you just—it's just not what you think of what you're what they're allergic to. Who is four three four? Is four three four Wes? Is that you, or is that Gibson, or is that someone else? Let's just let's just answer. We'll see. Hello. Yo, what's up? I'm doing okay. My name's Khalil. I've talked to you before. So, sorry about that. Um, oh, hey, Khalil. How's it going on? I, I remember you. How are you today? Yeah, pretty good. I'm hoping that I'm, I'm going. I'm hoping that I can go to this little thing. It's called the um, Monster Main Action Be Smart. Um, Be Smart thing. And okay. it's uh, about locking up your firearms and stuff like that, and not leaving your firearms around kids. Right. And hopefully, it will bring bring gun owners and non-gun owners together, and we can see some common ground. Mm-hmm. And, um, sure. Go ahead. It's, it's going to be um, – Simba, I'm on the phone. Uh, basically, okay. it's um, about um, – the whole thing's about being smart in gun reform. And um, one of the things I was telling um, – I don't know if I've told you this, but I told Stephen Crowder on his, face, on his YouTube page uh-huh. is uh, – you guys, you guys only want to see hypocrisy when it comes to gun control. When it's when it's our side, you know, like this guy was calling other people hypocrites because they didn't want bans on Muslims, but they wanted gun control. But when it was the other way around, where people wanted um, abortion ban, people didn't want abortion bans, but they wanted gun control. I mean, they didn't want gun control, but they wanted abortion bans. All of a sudden, it wasn't hypocrisy in Stephen Crowder's eyes. So I called him out for that. Uh huh. Because it really doesn't make sense. I mean, no matter what what type of actual hypocrisy it is, like wanting officers to have little, not wanting officers to have the military-style weapons, but wanting civilians to have whatever they want. Right. It's hypocrisy. It's not hypocrisy when they do it, but letting an actor do something like fire fake ammunition in the movie, but want gun control, or uh, be a responsible gun owner, or have someone that's actually not a civilian that guards them with a firearm, all of a sudden it's hypocrisy. It it really doesn't make sense. And I've called them out on it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you got through to him. I don't think I've ever gotten been able to get through to, to uh, Stephen when I've commented on his uh, on his YouTube channel. <laughs> I've gotten through, but I, I haven't gotten a response back. Mm. But it's like, don't don't if you're going to call someone a hypocrite and you're not going to see your own, at least tread lightly. Sure, that's how absolutely. I feel about people like, people like that. Right. And um, basically, like, um, it's the same thing, like, um, what is it? Uh, they'll do the same thing as far as, like, um, it's not just that, but also the reflection attempts. Like, whenever there's um, whenever there's movies on officers out guns, uh, people want to go straight to how it's, it's um, propaganda to ban guns or how it shows gun control doesn't work. They're just purposely delivering, delineating and forgetting what the film is about, whether it's mm-hmm. 44 minutes um, in the line of duty or a story about um, Canada. They deliberately they deliberately allow, allow these people, because basically even like the NRA, they didn't want smart guns, but they wanted all these mass killing machines. And it's like, if you deflect from the fact that these people don't want smart firearms, but you and you talk about gun control, all you're doing is letting the NRA and these other people that can't make up their mind get away with this type of stuff. And it really sickens me how people they don't want to they want to deflect attention when there's talks about the um, wishy washiness of the gun control crowd or officers out guns or the bans of smart guns. Mm-hmm. You know. It really bothers me because I've even hung up on a guy because he just took the part about gun control, but he didn't take the part about the wishy-washiness of the gun control crowd, gun control opponents. Right. And it's like, and when you do that, not only that, but people who do that and then they um, get defensive when you call them out for deflecting their attention or they do it anyway, people like that, to me, they're they're really incorrigible because they're basically – they're only focused on themselves. Well, yeah, a lot of them just like to hear themselves speak. Like, a lot of them aren't really out there to, to get anything done. They just want to hear themselves speak. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to get defensive with me, I mean, just because I'm calling you out, that's some bullshit. That just shows you're a very selfish person. And I've told people that on YouTube. It's like, I've mm-hmm. also told, and like, it's just like, it does. It bothers me more when they insist on doing it, or when they do it and then they get defensive with you when after they do it, after you call them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Like I mean, even with me, like if somebody, if somebody, I mean, I used to be, I used to dig in sometimes way back in the day when people would like, you know, excuse me, be critical of like you know my stances or whatever, and I'd like you know get all defensive. But I think, you know, it's it's a matter of, you know, immaturity. Like, I used to be immature like that. But, you know, I've learned to try and, you know, how to, you know, listen to people. And, and you know, if I, if I find myself in a situation where I say something that might be, you know, hypocritical, where I might be taking a stance and then somebody points out, yeah, but you said this the other day and now isn't that hypocritical? I'll be like, you know what? Maybe you have a point and I'll take it. I'll take I'll take a step back and I'll let it marinate and I'll sit, think about it. And either either I'll think, OK, well. Maybe I need to change my opinion on one or the other or both, or maybe I'll figure out why potentially it's not hypocritical and then I'll explain it that way or, or what the difference is. But yeah, you have to be able to, you have to be able to 
<clears throat> you have to be able to be consistent and you have to be able to understand. You have to, you have to always have to be open to, to changing your mind. And that's one of the things that I often find about usually people from the other side of the aisle is that often they're unwilling to change their mind is that you know, when you come at them with an argument that tries to change their worldview, they're often unlikely to want to listen to it because they don't want to have to admit that they were ever wrong. Yeah. And I'm one, coming thing, at one, thing, one thing I'll say about, about Gibson media there in the chat, and we've had some conversations and, and at the end of some of the conversations we've had, he did say that I've given him something to think about, which to his credit is a good thing. Now, other things we've, we've talked about, we we vehemently disagree on. So there's also that, but you know, to, to be for him to be able to say that he, that he's, that he's willing to think about things, you know, I, I give him credit for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the thing is, is that like, um, I try to, I try not to do that. And like, if something important is happening, like if this talk about officers outgunned or, or, uh, not wanting smart guns when you want actual more dangerous guns, that's mm-hmm. definitely not the, really the time to be deflecting attention and allowing these people to get away with what they do. Right. Because it's like lives are, lives are on the line and you're just focused on your bands. And it's like all that's doing is talking to people like they're stupid. And it's allowing like people who want who don't want to have the consistency to get away with the inconsistency. Because like if let's say I was talk I talked to this guy who said he didn't want um he he, he was against um mentally ill people banned from having guns, but he believed that Muslims should be banned. If uh-huh. I talked to him about that and then someone else deflected and saying if we ban guns, that would kind of that would kind of make me kind of mad because if that was the case, they would be letting him get away with, you know, being only supporting something that actually hurts someone but not supporting something that helps someone. And that's that's the problem I'm finding with the people who who don't, who see all these things like officers outgunned or see the wishy-washiness of the gun control crowd and they want to bring up, you know, if we ban guns or all this other stuff. It's like, why do you have to deflect attention away from that stuff? And then, you know, I know why they have to do it, but it's like it kind of burns me up when they do it. Well, yeah, I mean, like usually with the deflections, like when I'm involved in a conversation with somebody and I find them deflecting, like, that, like I said, when it starts deflecting like two to three times, at that point is when I back away. I'm like, you know what? If you're going to keep changing the subject, if you're going to keep deflecting to something else, I have no purpose in, in continuing the debate because I see no reason to because it's not going to be an honest debate anymore because if you're not going to stay on topic, then I'm just done. If there's no reason to yeah, continue to have it. So that's, that's usually my best that's tactic. That, I do the same thing with people, whether, even if it's on a radio show. Like, I came on a radio show. I thought it was, like, a libertarian radio show. Uh-huh. It may have been, but I thought it was, like, one of those that could see. But basically, he did the same thing, even after I told him about it. So that's mm-hmm. when I just hung up on him. Because um, he was just talking. He was only just in, interested in the gun patrol part. He wasn't interested in the wishy-washiness of part. And he was, like I said, he was talking to me like I was stupid. He was trying to bring up well, if we ban guns, and that's he kept on doing the same thing, and it's like that just shows that he's a very selfish person. Right. 
All right. Well, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Um, you're always welcome to call back. Thank you so much. And you have a good rest of your night, man. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. All right. So let's see. Let's, let's get back to the – I think I wanted to get back to the uh, – <coughs> there's always that for thing. Um, so getting back to that, um, yeah, so so Zoe Zephyr is the duly elected representative from her district in Montana. And, um, well, first of all, like, the conservatives talking about her are mean because they often misgender her. And it's just, you can't just have a, just, you know, Talking about decorum, like they're saying she doesn't have decorum, but they're lacking decorum by misgendering her, first of all. Um, but <clears throat> the idea that she shouldn't be able to participate in debates and now she has to vote remotely, like she can't place a vote on the floor, she has to place a vote from like a remote location can't vote from the floor like i mean yeah she gets the cast of ballot on any particular issue but she doesn't get to do it from the floor she doesn't get to make arguments from the floor for and against i mean granted you know there's it's a 68 32 party line vote so the idea that uh, the democrats in that legislature are going to be able to do anything i guess is, there's no chance of the democrats being able to do anything but just to silence the opposition is just so undemocratic. It's just, it's terrible. And this is just ultimately, and it's not like, I mean, like with Marjorie Taylor Greene, they, she was actually being, showing a lack of decorum, but they didn't actually remove her ability to speak on the House floor. It took her off of committees. They didn't remove her from the house. But she actually did terrible crap. All this woman did was say, y'all have blood on your hands, and they got their panties in a wad. Yes, MTG. Yes, MTG. Sorry. I usually call her MTG. Speaking of MTG, I'm sorry. I almost didn't play that. I haven't played this. Speaking of MTG... Let's go ahead and play this week's Hypocrite of the Week. This week's Hypocrites of the Week are Marjorie Taylor Greene and any other conservative trying to be critical of the Democrats for not holding primary debates in 2024. Old MTG was sure silent when the RNC didn't hold any debates in 2020 for Donnie Boy, wasn't she? Hey Marge, if you're listening this week, sorry, but the truth hurts. But maybe if you keep it up, you might win Hypocrite of the Year for 2023. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in liberal. Whoa, what happened there? That was weird. Let's try that again. This week's Hypocrites of the Week are Marjorie Taylor Greene and any other conservative trying to be critical of the Democrats for not holding primary debates in 2024. Old MTG was sure silent when the RNC didn't hold any debates in 2020 for Donnie Boy, wasn't she? Hey Marge, if you're listening this week, sorry, but the truth hurts. But maybe if you keep it up, you might win Hypocrite of the Year for 2023. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Liberal Day and Radio on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com slash liberal band. There we go. It actually played the whole thing this time. So, yeah, that, that's 
So that subject is actually the same subject of the Fat Man rant <clears throat> that I created last night that posted this morning, which is basically the whole craziness that is coming up on that came up on Twitter the other day, which was that you know Joe Biden and the Democratic Party in and of itself has said we're not going to hold primary debates uh, because Joe Biden is going to be the nominee. Um, pretty much. And they're still going to, I guess, hold the primaries. And there's still going to be votes, I suppose. But we're not going to be holding primary debates. And everyone has their panties in a wad and everybody's all upset. You know, all the conservatives are like, here comes the steal. This is how they're going to steal the election. They're just not going to have debates. Blah, 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 blah. But even like Chuck Younger and other, you know, whiny leftists um, are all whining too about it and like, Oh, Biden's running from the bunker again, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's never happened. There has never been a case where the party of the incumbent running for re-election as president has held a primary presidential debate. It's never happened, ever. I looked it up. It's never happened. Why would they expect it to happen this time? And it didn't happen last time, neither. Like, it didn't happen for Trump. Oh, Mars didn't call Trump out or the RNC for not holding a debate. Yes, uh, Weld and the other guy uh, did debate, uh, but it was like a debate held by some other people. It was the I hate Trump debate, but it wasn't held by the RNC. Oh, Marge uh, forgot that one. Never, never criticized the Republican Party, did she? Nope. It's never happened. Not one bit. Never, ever, ever. But yet, everyone's making a big, big stink about it. And it's stupid. It's a dumb ask. Why would they do it? Why would they do the Republican job for them? And when the Republican Party... <clears throat> when the Republican Party was running, was in charge of, you know, getting Trump reelected, why would they do the Democrat job for them? It's stupid. Stupid. Anyway, got another caller. Uh, don't see the area code in the chat, but we'll risk it for a biscuit. Hello. Hey, Danny. What's going on? Is yes. Is that How Wes? How are you doing? It's hey, me. Wes. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. I, I have just this theory. Yes, what's your theory? Okay. Here here's has as probably nobody's been like crazy like me and watching the um COVID nineteen hearings. Okay. I bet. Nobody. I'm not seeing anybody saying they are. Anyway, oh, I like think the, it's kinda like a the Republican COVID nineteen hearings or whatever. Oh yeah. They oh were yeah, attacking, I haven't seen that. They were attacking teachers and the Secretary of Education because kids kids weren't dying that much from COVID nineteen. Just adults, like teachers right. and and lunchroom ladies and you know paras and librarians and janitors and bus drivers didn't count for shit. <laughs> and they had yeah. people over and over talking like that. Anyway, there's something else going on in the house, uh-huh. and I can't exactly tell what it is, but 
I, it partly has to do with senators. And Joe Manchin, everybody's beloved Joe, um, is trying to get Joe Biden to cut Kevin McCarthy a little slack and do something. They're, you know, not that crazy cutting budget that um, the Republicans have and not, you know, pie in the sky, the Democrat, you know, budget, but something that makes it look like Kevin McCarthy has a bit of a win. Otherwise, there are so many Republicans, both in their moderates and on their far right side, that want to get rid of him, and they have nobody to replace him. But they think if they do, the moderates in the Republican Party are thinking they're going to prevail, and those five or six lunatics on the far, far right are probably going to be the ones that actually win. Mm-hmm. Did you get all that? <laughs> it's a little bit confusing at the end, but... Like so, so they think that Margie if you give, gonna be, so they think yeah, by giving McCarthy think, a win that he's ultimately going to lose, like it'll be a pyrrhic victory. Yes, no, well, uh, no, I don't think it's a plot. I, I think that there are a whole lot of moderate Democrats. There are a lot of moderate Republicans who, if they vote for the Republican cuts, are going to hurt their districts so badly. They're going to – there's all sorts of stuff in there, you know, punish poor people. Right. So that – well, and the same thing with the Democrats that really don't want those cuts, and they don't really care about all the left, left-leaning, left you know, high-in-the-sky stuff. Like, I love early childhood education. I wish we could have it. But the the stuff on the left – they can't they just can't have and they're ready to go to something in the middle but that would pretty much if the democrats have to pass the have to pass the bill it's going to kill kevin mccarthy because those right wingers on you know those six people are going to vote him out and there's nobody to take his place right well, the thing is, is that is that is that Biden just simply wants them to pass uh, uh, flat up or down, like here's the here's the debt ceiling, just pass the debt ceiling, whatever. So, like, I like, agree, I mean, but if if Kevin's gonna do a a Trump thing, like you know Trump shutting down the government, he wants to he has to look tough, he has uh-huh. to do something like that, but he has no idea what he's doing. He's just listening, and he's listening too much to those six people or 12 people or 21 people. I don't know how many assholes there are in the Republican side of of the House, but, oh, man, it is insanity that they can run the whole world from, you know, their little pocket. Well, yeah, you got like the six, you got the six or eight Republicans, and then you got the as long as um, what's-her-face is out, uh, Feinstein is in the hospital and doesn't give up her seat. Um, you and got Manchin. Yeah. yeah. You got Manchin who's still, as long as Feinstein's out, Manchin still holds his little 
trump card, so to speak. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so you, you, have, you, have, you end up having these little people holding lots of power, and that's ridiculous. Yep. Talking about ridiculous little groups of people, Alito is in trouble. Oh, what did Alito do did now? I, heard. I, I, I knew it, Thomas was it in trouble. To, what did Alito do this time? Oh, it's another real estate tax situation type of thing. Oh, nice. I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard. This, I heard this another person was in trouble. I didn't know if it was Alito. Yep. Oh, I think it's Alito. Name. It might be Gor. It, no, I'm lying. It's not Alito. Yeah. It's Gorsuch. Yeah, I thought it was Gorsuch. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'd heard. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't talk. No problem. I, I should. <laughs> but yeah. So it could be. You know, they got two of the right wingers. And it could be that the court is going to change, too, because just, well, don't even get me started on the on the pill stuff. But if you can't, if a 10-year-old gets raped and the next day you cannot give her a pill to abort whatever is in her, you are a sick person. Well, at the, more, at, at the moment... Like the mifeprestone is not the morning after pill. The mifeprestone is later on. So if you if you manage right. to catch a ten year old getting if if, if a ten year old uh, God forbid gets raped and you catch it the next day, you could still give her Plan B, and that is not affected at this point at least by the current case that's being heard by the Supreme Court. Um, now, if you well, don't catch it, but it is if you in some states. Well, in yeah, there are some states. states there are is. some. There are some states that are. I don't know which. I don't know which states would ban. Like Louisiana, it's no abortion at all. But the way they worded it in such a way, it wouldn't prevent the use of Plan B. Um, I don't know what other states would ban Plan B. Um. I think there were like 17 of them. Well, the 17 of them that would ban the mifeprestone, but uh, that's that's different than the more than, than the morning after pill. So those are two different. No, pills. the ban all all abortion of any sort, even even if it's a rape or a incest. Right. But there were like right. 17 of them. Right. I know. Oh, uh, the but, governor. But, the governor of. Uh, a female governor, kind of hot looking. Can't remember what her name is. Anyway, she defended that they they punished the people that went from uh, from Indiana to Illinois to get an abortion for a fourteen year old or something like that. Right. It was all over the news when it happened, but right, we talked about that. It's been a while. Yep. No, but yeah, but I mean, there are 17 states or whatever that that don't allow an abortion in the case of a rape. So you wouldn't. So in those cases, if if you can't get the mifeprestone, then you wouldn't be able to get take that pill like six to ten weeks into a pregnancy. But if you manage to catch it like the day after, you could still take Plan B, which is not mifeprestone. That's a that's a different it's medication. 
methylcrystal and the other one is methylpropyl or something. No, I can't it, remember it, exactly. Right. But. It, it, it's, a, it's completely different. It's one's completely different than the other. Plan B is not RU-46. So, but they want to give them RU-46 is the one that's in trouble, right? Right. So, right. Or, and plan B is but, Plan B doesn't work six to ten weeks in. Mifeprestone, which is RU-46, does work six to ten weeks in. The Plan B only works like two to three days, two, three to five days after. Like you can take it up to five days after. Um, and, and, and yeah, still, I know there's and you, one, one that works and, longer, and, but the other one, they give them at the same time or right in a row, and one gets rid of some of the symptoms that the other has. I, I don't well, I know. Plan, they B have, won't, plan B won't actually work if you're pregnant. Plan B will only work. I mean, it, you, they used to think it would work if to prevent implantation. Plan B only works to prevent ovulation or fertilization. Um, it, like it'll make the uterus lining like sticky to make it so that the sperm can't travel, or it, it'll prevent like fertilization or to prevent ovulation. Um, but it won't actually prevent implantation. Whereas um, the mifeprestone will prevent, will cause an abortion if the embryo has implanted in the uterine wall. So that's yeah. the difference. And I've already, so, already told the story about my mom who carried a fetus for a couple of months after she knew it was dying, but she didn't want to abort right. it before it was totally dead, even though it was making her sick. Right. And and Suzanne is getting mad at me. <laughs> well, that's the disgust. That's the disgusting thing about the Texas law is that is that you know the woman who's suing over the Texas law is, is that you know you had this woman who who were basically told that she had to wait for her to get septic in order for her to be able to get an abortion, and that's gross. You you shouldn't have to wait for your body <laughs> to, to be able to be near death to be able to get an abortion. You should be able to say, okay, this this this. Uh, this pregnancy is not going to make it. You should be able to go get an abortion at that point. So, exactly. Nick Rich is snickering because there's two men talking about women's issues. <laughs> he says women should be explaining this, don't you think? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think I've, I've, Nick, I think I've studied this this issue enough to where I can, uh, and I've heard. I, I've heard enough um, people discuss. Uh, <coughs> Jeff, Jeff Curry wants you to invite your wife I am, over. I am using my privilege as a man to amplify the words that I've heard from other women and other folks who can get pregnant uh, to be able to amplify their voices. So that 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 would be my statement on that. So um, I am not sharing my opinion on the issue on the matter. I am using my voice to amplify their opinions. So, okay. um, why ain't Mrs. Liberal Dan? Why can't she make a, a cameo with the dog? Legit, man. <laughs> um, um, the dog would be crazy on the camera probably, and and Cassie's not too not too fond of being on the camera most of the time. So, <laughs> so let's see. Ken QB that happened several years ago in in Michigan a Catholic hospital refused to treat a woman because they until they became extremely ill. That well because under Catholic law. Um, you have the rule of the double effect, which is you can't target the fetus or the embryo. You have to 
treat the condition itself. And if it happens to cause an abortion, then that's a side effect, which is called double effect. So, for example, um, if you if you have um, a uterine cancer, you're allowed to remove the uterus uh, to remove the cancer. And if it happened to also then remove a fetus from your body and that terminates the pregnancy, then so be it. But you can't specifically target a fetus for removal. Um, so it's, but, you know, to me, religious law should not interfere with the laws of the land. So like Jewish law specifically requires a woman or a pregnant person specifically. Well, the, the Jewish law would say a woman, but it, but Jewish law requires that if you're pregnant, that you get an abortion if it's a threat to your life. So I wouldn't want to codify that in the law. That should be your decision whether or not you get an abortion or not. I don't want Jewish. I don't want religious laws dictating what everybody's decisions would be. So everyone is liberal then a doctor or is it Mrs. Liberal Dan? Neither of us are doctors. I just stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Wes, no, I, um, I still heard you. I don't know, Wes. I mean, I hear you. I hear you in the background a little bit. Bill P. I caught, taught a class at the beginning of life under Jewish law. Yeah, it's interesting. Like under Jewish law. Yeah, I hear you. There you are, Wes. I, I just, I just muted because I thought I was off. And I, oh, okay. Uh oh. Now I'm, now I'm in yeah, two now. places. Yeah, now we have it. Are you I done? I think I'm good now. Okay, are you done, Wes? Yeah, I was done. I was re- I was depressing Suzanne, and she's already <laughs> depressed. And, All right. And I don't want to bum her out anymore. All right. Well, thank you, Wes. <laughs> have a good one. Appreciate you. Okay. Love you, Dan. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, I, I've had some interesting conversations online with um um about you know, Judaism and like if, in Judaism, you don't have to mourn the loss of an infant if an infant dies unless the infant lives for at least a month. So normally when a family member dies, like a direct family member, you have to do what's called sitting shiva, which is you have to mourn for seven days you, know, you rip your clothing, you wear black, you, you sit with your family. That's why it's called sitting shiva. Um, so but you don't have to do so um, unless the baby is yet a month old because there's some ideas as to whether or not, you know, you really consider the baby a life yet. But the idea but the, the, the idea of ensoulment in Judaism doesn't really take place until the baby draws the first bet, breath, which is different from the Catholicism, which is uh, ensoulment takes place at the point of conception. Um, so, wait, hold on. I'm trying to see, what was the typo, Suzanne? I'm not sure. I didn't see. To 9.9%, we are talking about, come on already, I don't know what you're talking about, about the uh, the life of the person. I mean, if we're talking about abortion and the 0.9%, I mean, that's, as a software developer, I have to think about those things. As a software developer, I, ha- I, I always think about the boundary conditions, about those things that are on the, on, on the outskirts. If you don't think about the boundary conditions, you're, you're co- if, if you're writing code 
and you don't think about the boundary conditions, your code will break and it's not good code. Um, you'll fail your, your, your programming assignment if your code does, is not, does not handle the boundary conditions. Same thing should be considered with the law. If your laws don't handle the boundary conditions, then your law could, should be considered a failure. Um, yeah, you know, 99.5% of all abortions take place prior to the 21st week of pregnancy. Only 0.5% of abortions take place after the 21st week. Those abortions that take place after the 21st week are all because of either uh, life or health of the, of the pregnant person or the fetus has some sort of abnormality that's going to cause it to either die, it's already dead, or it's going to die at some point soon, or it's going to die after birth and it won't survive outside the womb. So why force the per individual to gestate for nine months when you know it's going to be futile and there's no reason to continue to force the pregnancy to continue on anyway? So, so that's why I'm support. That's why I support abortion on demand because there's no reason to have to write like Senator Kennedy. I think today or recently was was grilling some people about whether or not you support. Um, abortion bans or, or abortion on demand through all nine months. And I'm like, well, why do we need to ban things that don't happen? Like, do we really need to write laws to ban things that are not happening? Like, is that really necessary? Like people aren't waiting until eight and a half months to terminate a pregnancy when for the first eight and a half months, they wanted the child and there's no problems at eight and a half months. They're not deciding at eight and a half months. You know what? It's eight and a half months long. I've decided I don't want to be a parent, so let's have an abortion. It's not happening. It's just not something that happens. So if you if you're pregnant eight and a half months, you're gonna deliver. Now you might decide to get the child up for adoption, but you're gonna deliver. So there's no reason to to write legislation to ban something that doesn't happen. It's a waste of waste of legislation. So to me, but if you have a situation where at eight months there is a condition that requires that a doctor to go in and terminate the pregnancy and a C-section won't help, uh, early delivery won't help, it has to be a termination of the abortion or termination of the pregnancy, the doctor should be free to be able to talk to the patient and, and allow the patient to make that decision to save their own lives. And that should be the end of it. And any law that doesn't allow that to happen is a barbaric law. As simple as that. Boo, 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 boo. I know four pregnant women right now. All of them live in states where they are at risk if anything goes wrong. Yep. I mean, I live in Louisiana. I mean, in Louisiana, the way that the law is written is that you have to be um, in risk at, in order to get an abortion, you have to be at risk of permanent severe damage. So if you're, if you could, if you're going to be severely damaged, if you're going to be severely Im injured, but it's not a, per it's not going to be a permanent severe injury, or if you're going to be permanently injured, but it's not going to be considered quote severe, then you can't get an abortion. It, all, it has to be a permanently severe injury in Louisiana 
in order to obtain the abortion at that point. And it's, it's gross. It's, it's absolutely scary. We're almost in Gilead at this point. It's disgusting. And I'm, and I'm pissed that the governor signed it. But I think the governor knew that we have a legislature that was going to override his veto anyway. So maybe his idea, as, as it was, is he got the wording in it to be written in such a way to make sure that it was after implantation instead of answer instead of after fertilization to make sure that the law would allow for the use of the morning after pill. So maybe that was his tiny little victory that he decided to go for, but it's still, it's still ridiculous. I mean, it's worse than Florida's proposed six week ban. I mean, even a six week ban, some people don't even know before six weeks. There's a bomb in Gilead to heal the sick, thin, sick soul. Um, I would give out birth control pills for free if I could. I mean, it would be great. Yeah, under his eye. Blessed are the fruit. Um, problem is, is that is birth control pills could very well be where they're going next. They, because uh, Clarence Thomas, that's what he said in his concurring in his concurring opinion with Dobbs. I mean. Alito said that it, that his that this ruling only handled only touched um, only touched uh, Roe, but Thomas basically said that all the other rulings, um, Loving versus Virginia, uh, Gibson or not Gibson, uh, sorry Gibson Media, Griswold v Connecticut, Loving versus not Loving, you know Loving versus Virginia, Griswold v Connecticut. Um, Obergfell v. Hodges and Lawrence v. Texas and another one. The other, the other birth control one that was not about married people but was about single people that I forget the name of. Um, all of those are at risk too, according to Clarence Thomas. So, you know, if, if, if another state decides to come up and challenge and write a law to ban those things, it's going to come up again and then because you have the one state that's good that said that you can, uh, I think the next one up is, is, is Obergefell. Because you have the one state that decided that it's going to have a religious freedom clause that will allow any clerk to say, hey, I, this is against my religion, so I don't have to marry you if I don't feel like it. So they're going to either, so they're going to have to try and fight that one up to the Supreme Court and allow the court to have their shot at that one too. And then they'll get to overturn Obergefell as well. And then why the roots repeat for uh, Griswold and for Lawrence, and then they'll come after maybe even Loving too. And then who knows what else would be next? Imagine that. Imagine they overturn Loving versus Virginia. How many uh, marriages would then have to be dissolved if states decided they're going to get rid of interracial marriage? Imagine that. Like, what would be the last straw for some people? Like, I'm like I wonder what the last straw will be for some people. Like. How much is too much? Like, clearly, I think in 2020, we saw that enough was enough for some people. That's why Trump lost. That's why Biden won. Because enough people came out, especially in Kansas, even before the election, it was like Kansas was like, no, we're going to come out and we're going to enshrine the right to an abortion in our Constitution because screw you, you're not taking our right to an abortion away. 
So the Kansans came out and were like, we want our abortions. F you. So when's enough going to be enough? When, when are, how many people have to lose rights for enough people to be like enough with these Republicans? How many rights have to be lost for people to be like, we're done. We're done. I'm tired of these Republicans. I'm tired of these jackbooted thugs. I'm tired of these fascist, horrible people. So I don't know. I mean, I had enough from way back when. I mean, I've never been a Republican, so I've had enough since since I've never I've never started with enough. I never I don't know what the word would be. <clears throat> The MTG said in the hearing today that adoptive parents and step-parents are not real parents. Of course she did. Because why would she? Of course the cuckoldress would say that too, you know. She's just so terrible. Hey, Bill, thank you so much. See you around. Glad you came in. Glad you stopped by. Um, Diane, how many rights are people people willing to go? I don't know. It, it's it's ridiculous. Like it's just like the whole thing, the fat man rant I posted about polling. Like again, sixty to sixty five percent of people say that they want abortion to be legal in most, if not all, cases. Okay, how many of those people are willing to put their money where their mouth is? How many of those people that that's that's the reason that these polls are terrible? Because it doesn't, they don't tell us, okay, well, how many of those people are willing to put, put their foot down and say, if you don't support this position, I'm not voting for you. 80 plus percent of, 80 plus percent of people want universal background checks. How many of those people are willing to say, if you don't support this position, I'm not voting for you. What are the people going to put their foot down? and say enough is enough. I'm tired of our kids dying in school. I'm tired of you taking away our rights to body autonomy. I'm tired of you coming after our rights to, to equality. I'm tired of you coming after our rights to equal voting. I'm tired of all of it. People need to put their foot down. But the problem is, is you have probably the, enough of these people, like rich, probably white, probably suburban women, maybe men, but maybe women who will be like, yes, I think abortion should be illegal in most, if not all cases. It should be legal in most, if not all cases. But I like having a nice paycheck and I like my husband's paycheck that he brings home. If, if she's a housewife or whatever, I like my paycheck. If she's a working person and she brings home tons of money, whatever she does for her job and I like I like the lifestyle that I live, and I like the Republican plans because I like bringing home more money. And if I ever get pregnant, I can just go fly to New York, or I can go fly out of the country because I can afford it. So the ban doesn't affect me. So in reality, if it doesn't affect them, they don't care, and they're going to vote. They're not going to vote to protect other people. They're going to only vote in their own best interests. When when I vote, I vote as if I was the most marginalized person possible, which I'm not. 
But that's how I vote. Because I want to vote to protect the most marginalized person. Because I know, like, if Donald Trump is president, I will probably be fine. I'll be annoyed. I mean, I'll have to keep my eyes open in case the white supremacists and Nazis start getting more of a foothold. I'll have to keep my head on a swivel because I'm Jewish. But I'll probably be fine if Donald Trump becomes president. Me, personally. But I'm not selfish. I don't want other people to suffer. So I'm going to vote as if I'm a black trans woman. I'm going to vote in such a way that I'm going to be the most marginalized person on in this country and vote for that person's best interest. And that's how everybody should vote to make sure that everybody's protected. So. Wes, that's what my niece in Georgia says, except she votes Dem. Um, Nick clothesline a Nazi today. Boo. It's kind of hard when the brainwashed masses don't even realize they're voting against their best interests. Right. Well, I was having a conversation with actually somebody I don't even know earlier today (coughs) on a friend, um, somebody I know through gaming um, who posted some silly little Biden meme or whatever. And we were like, me and this other person were just hitting it off great. And the person was wondering, like, you know, why do the why do these people like vote in, in against their best interests? And you know, why why are they why are they always going to vote this way? I was like, well, because as long as long as the the conservative people in power have their supporters looking down on the marginalized folk, as long as they're looking down on them, so to keep them. As long as they keep the marginalized folks down, their supporters will continue to look down on them so they can't look up to see what they're doing. That's why they want to have their folks to be able to look down on the marginalized. So they, they can't look up and be like, oh, that's what them effers are doing. That's why they want us to keep looking down because that's what they're up to up there. I see how it is. So then they'd be all these people down there could just unify and go and deal with the real problem which is up there that's 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 the goal i mean that that's been the plan the entire time that's why it's 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 not it's it's, it's like with with slavery you know it, 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 as long as the poor whites in the south were not the slaves as long as they could view themselves as being better off than the slaves then they were okay as long as the poor whites in America can be themselves as better off than black people, then they're okay. Like, why would the white people in the South fight for the civil, fight for the South in the Civil War? They didn't own slaves. Well, maybe one day they might. Or they could be misled into believing that one day they might. So therefore, why not fight for that possibility? The pie, pie in the sky, pipe dreams. There you go. Give them that dream. Give them that idea that as long as they as long as they're better than somebody, then they're at least better than somebody. And that's something to look forward to. So, well, you, and you also want the masses poor and educated. Well, that's what Donald Trump said. I love the poorly educated because he polls very well amongst the poorly educated because they're the easiest to manipulate. 
they're the easiest people to, to, to sell the snake oil to, if you will. So. I'll go through everything. I got a vintage Miss Pac-Man machine sitting there. I, I used to love the Miss, Miss Pac-Man machine, especially the one where he went fast. <coughs> Let's see. We talked the debate stupidity. We talked uh, transphobia. We talked electric vehicles and AM radios. We talked Tuckums. Um, I think we pretty much covered everything else. So I think we're going to go ahead and uh, and uh, call this show over for the day. So, because I don't want to, I don't want to. Even though I am feeling better, I still have a little bit of cough, and I don't want to strain my voice too much. So, but I will be on Twitch tomorrow. If you do want to, any of course, and it, you know, you might not enjoy watching gaming, but the more people that come on the Twitch show, you know, the Twitch, I do talk about topics. We can talk about anything. We talk about, talk about, you know, pop culture. We can talk about politics. We can talk about funny things, silly things, make jokes, everything like that as well. Um, you know, just come join me, have fun. And if you have, if you have Amazon prime, you can subscribe to my channel too. And it doesn't cost you anything. And it makes me a little extra money as well. So again, this is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Join me next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, here on YouTube.com slash Liberal Day and Radio or blog talk, blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Day or more talk from the left, that's right, or on twitch.tv slash nerdyband.com, doubleliberalband.com, or nerdyband.com to find all the places you can find me online. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right.